Hey, what up guys? Welcome to 100% Twisted Talk, teaching you how to embrace your perfections and face everything in rise. So today, we're talking to Lexi D. Young, and we're talking about um, learning to love me. Man, I told Lexi I feel so honored to have her here. I've had Sarah here. I've had Rachel here. I've had some big people, and I'm just super pumped. And I wrote these subjects, and I'm just like, these subjects mean something to me, but I know they mean something way different to somebody else, and it's so beautiful to kind of see what that means. So I'm going to start off our podcast today with entering into introducing Lexi, and I've been reading this book, Lexi, so I push her to like think about some things. I've been reading this book, um, and it's called It's Not Supposed to Be This Way, and Learning to Love Me, that's a big part of this for me, but like we all turn into dust, and because dust needs to rebuild into something, and so it just kind of says like, Disappointments happen like every time I come face to face with my absolute inability to control people, circumstances, and timing. And so as you lead this podcast and tell us like, dude, I'm such an OCD freak. Like if I, I'm only disappointed because I lose the ability to control that. But then I learned you have to love yourself through that inability of letting people do what they do, right? Because otherwise we just arrange our own version of perfections, which is not normal and so you know let's be honest like forever disappointed we'd settle for the pleasures of the world which we do not really addressing like the spiritual desperation of like what's really going on with us so don't be afraid to be raw be real and so let's just jump on in Lexi tell us who you are what you are what you do and we'll kind of go from there Wow. Well, first of all I'm (laughs) so excited and so honored to be on this podcast, obviously, I just adore you and everything you stand for, and I was so just, like, pumped when you sent me all of the different, like, subjects that we could talk about, and I think learning to love me is something that really stuck out to me, I think, because at least I feel like I'm just on a never-ending journey of learning to love myself, and I think it's just kind of like you said with how all of the subjects look and mean something different to everyone I think this one in particular can mean something so different to like every individual like you were mm-hmm. just talking about in the book like wanting to control everyone and everything right which I think as humans we like all strive for so much control um and loving yourself kind of through your inability to do that and I think for me like the biggest struggle has just been not being able to control how other people perceive me and like realizing that like loving myself regardless of that is the most important thing. Cause I'm like a very type B, like not controlling person. What? When you said that, it just like hit me so hard. But anyways, um, I'm Lexi DeYoung and I am, um, an online fitness coach. Um, but I'm the CEO of alignment athletics with my roommate and best friend, Melissa. So, Um, I've been coaching for like five or six years and now I'm kind of stepping into more of a CEO role. Um, so we have four assistant coaches under us, um, registered dietitian. Um, the business is like a year old and we've been growing so fast, which is so amazing. And obviously you kind of have to grow with it. So I feel like this past year has been like a very pivotal year, but I'm currently based in San Diego. I've been here for like seven years. Um, I'm 26 years old and I, I used to compete. I'm trying to think of other things people yes. might know. I don't anymore. And I just kind of like to live my life, be a healthy, happy human. Um, 
kind of been on a journey just like we started alignment athletics i've kind of been on my own journey of finding alignment in my life so oh i love that i get it now huh brain fart well let's let's um let's start with this lexi like learning to love me was there a time that hit you was there was there that moment that it hit you and you're like i don't love myself so i I know you sent me like preemptive questions and this one I was like I don't think there was one moment where I was like I don't love myself I can think of two where I it it definitely hit me that I didn't like love or respect myself as much as I should um I think the first one was right after I graduated college I kind of been in like a very abusive relationship for like two and a half years um, and I found out he was cheating on me for like the freaking like fourth time. Um, and I ended things and I just remember being like, why am I so like, I would still talk to him all the time. Like, despite the fact that he literally treated me like garbage. Mm. And I remember talking to my roommate at the time and just being like, I don't understand why I placed so much like literally like it was a good day or a bad day depending on how he talked to me if that makes sense and I don't understand why I'm giving him so much power and why I'm letting him dictate how I feel about myself right like if he thought I was beautiful and like whatever that I felt that way about myself if he was telling me I was a piece of shit I believe I was a piece of shit or if he ignored Mm -hmm. me I like thought I wasn't worth it right or cheated on me with another girl it was like well that girl must just be better than me right but I was placing all of my worth in how he thought about me and so I think that was like one huge moment in kind of working my way out of that relationship which we can talk about later but that was definitely like a huge transitional point for me just learning to like depend on and love myself which I think kind of almost like brought about its own issues right just like being so independent um, but then the other one I can think of is pretty shortly after that, um, for those of you guys who don't know, I'm type one diabetic and I also have celiac disease. Yeah. So I, because of that and like not necessarily taking care of it, I had a lot of like hormonal issues and stuff like that. And I remember I started taking care of my diabetes and my whole body was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, which for me, taking care of my diabetes, I was like, look, I'm like, practicing taking care of myself after years of just like right after this guy of years of like not um because he didn't like when I like gave myself shots and didn't like when I like wore my sensor on my butt and stuff like that um and I gained because of just like fluid shifts and hormone shifts Mm -hmm. I gained like eight and a half pounds overnight oh my god so yeah originally you wake up you're like I think it's just water but obviously like I had a social media presence at that time and I was just like mortified and I think beyond that I just like didn't even recognize myself physically like I woke up in the morning and like I'm a very small person so it's like you notice that like a Mm -hmm. lot overnight like I didn't notice my face like I just looked like a totally different person and through that I think was when I really started having to learn to just like love myself for who I was and not what I looked like, not what other people perceived me as, but just like the root of who I was and like my soul. Um, And that's like not something that just happened overnight either, but that's definitely kind of the thing that sparked this journey towards just like learning to love Lexi, 
Yeah. Were you pretty big into like social media already then during going all through that? Oh, yeah. Um, I still remember. I like made a post about it. I was like, yeah, I gained eight pounds overnight. And like I never really talked about it, like how how hard it was because yeah. I always tried to just like be a positive person. That's something I'm working on. Like I never really talk about things until I'm like, I have a solution, if that makes sense. Or I like right. got through it. Um, but it was very, very hard to go from like being someone who was known for being like really lean and having abs and whatever. And again, there's so much of an issue that I place so much worth on this um, to like really not recognizing myself and then my body just like continued to gain weight and gain weight and gain weight. And that's crazy. Um, that is, I mean, that's yeah. crazy. You're So you're learning to love me. I just, I remembered you were celiac. Totally remember that. But I forgot you were type 1 diabetic. That's yeah. crazy. You're learning to love me hit me moments that, or that just brought you there where it was a human figure, right? It was a male. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. a male or whatever, but my learning to love me, my damage, my trauma from all of it was humans too. So, so maybe a lot of people probably feel that way or their trauma and stuff comes from which is why this podcast got created, was from people. People did it to people. It doesn't matter if it's a male or if it's me or whatever it is. If I've done that or I hurt somebody, whatever, people are doing it to people. And so trying to like put it out there and put it out there raw and real that how we treat people is a huge part. Even if you mess up, like as long as you go back and fix it, you know, but my my workers made me feel like that. I was always like dead on like, how do they feel about me? Do they love me? Well, today one hates me. Well, today that one did this or that yours is he told me I was beautiful or he told me I was this. Mine was I made them mad, but I made them mad because I had to get on to them, you know? So it's crazy yeah. and it's nice to hear that it's somebody else that also kind of puts you because those were my moments. I was like, wait a second. I'm not, I'm not even worried about myself. I'm not taking care of myself. I let them off to go to the doctors. I let them off to do anything. But for four years, I didn't meet any protocols. I, I have some health issues. I had injured myself. I didn't do anything. I wasn't getting proper sleep and nutrition. It was always like, you go home first. I'll sleep less. You know? So, man, yeah. it's good. No, and I think that's something so many people can relate to. And I think, like, that, I don't I don't even know what I call it, but, like, limiting belief or limiting behavior of, like, always putting other people's wants and needs above your own is something so many people can relate to. And it does, like, flow into every area of your life, right? Like for me, like, yes, it was this guy, but like it totally flowed into my business, right? Like a client could text me at like 2 a.m. on a s Saturday night and I would leave and get back then, right? Or if a client left, even if it was for financial reasons, I like would get so, like it, it like said something about me, right? Or like I did everything for everybody else to make everybody else happy and because I wanted everybody else to love me right but like right right it was at the expense of same actually loving myself right and like you you probably can relate to this too like you just like you felt really good about yourself when you made other people happy but like disappointing anyone or getting any negative feedback or like even fear of getting negative feedback like that ran your life oh or bad fear of people leaving. how does one person in a mini town of arkansas affect you wherever you're from affect you emotionally when there's a billion a billion people in the world yeah exactly or like a comment on the internet like I know for yes. me with the whole like dating weight thing it wasn't even the fact that like like if I lived by myself in a house and like no one saw me I wouldn't care but it was like what are these like 
I don't know how many followers I had at the time, but like, what are these like 50,000 people going to think of me? Or like that one mean comment that told me like, I look really fat now. Like, what is that? Yes. My head. And like, it's literally someone sitting somewhere else, like who has nothing else better to do with their day than like tear someone down, you know? I literally got off social because of that. Those one comments, that was something I had to learn for myself seven months ago that was like, I'm never going to love myself if I stay here. And I know a lot, like Sarah told me, I asked, you know, advice, and she's like, you just power through it. And I did for seven years. And so I learned I wasn't going to get to, like, a mental stable spot for myself if I didn't, you know, get off. And I'm not some social guru. Thank gosh, my cookie dough company, that is the social popularness, you know. And yeah. you, that that's something, you're online. You have to, I have a great question for that, but, like, I guess people judge and all this stuff, and and then I here's this book says this, and I would just literally say this over and over again. I literally wouldn't have not written my story this way. I wouldn't have avoided. I would have avoided anything that looks like dust, like dust. You know, it gets torn up. You know, the items a tornado turns it all into dust, and you have to rebuild it. I don't think any of us choose what's going to happen to us or what trauma you go through or what whatever is what. You know, there's no. There's no timing that seems like the right timing to be completely shattered. And when you are shattered, those comments mean a hundred million things. And learning, I think everybody in the whole world at all times is up and down on learning to love themselves. Like you said, it's a daily thing. So, yeah. so my question would have been like, how, do you, how did you feel since you were already a social media person how did you feel personally, like, what you were saying to yourself on a daily basis? Because I, I just imagine myself, hi, how are y'all today? And really, I'm dying inside. And then yeah. how did you have to be on social? And what did that make you feel like? Like, I don't know. What did that make you feel like? What did you have to do? Yeah, I think for me, social media was so freaking hard. Like, honestly, just showing up. And I think for me my coping mechanism for anything is just acting like everything is okay um and just kind of like ignoring stuff um and I to a degree kind of do that in my own life but I think that that caused a lot of issues like for me and I the past couple years I've done so much like personal development work but for a long time like my life like you're explaining like we avoid dust like my life was dust and it wasn't just like oh because like my body image was bad or I didn't have this relationship or whatever it was it was just like I had no idea like who I was or what I wanted like I felt like I was just going through the motions every day and just trying to like still inspire people so I would almost like say what I thought I was supposed to say rather than what I was really feeling and that's really the yes. only time I can think of that like I have not felt totally authentic on social media um and it's hard because like mm-hmm. my social media account like literally started like seven years ago like it was just my eating disorder recovery account and like I just kind of, like, talked about whatever and, like, just shared my life. And I felt like I couldn't really do that because I didn't even know what I was feeling. Like I said, like, my coping mechanism was always just, like, acting like everything was okay and, like, turning it into a positive, which to some degree is great, but not at the expense of, like, not letting yourself feel and process things. Um, And 
yeah, that phase was just really, really hard, like really hard. And I never really thought about it, but it was just like, now that you bring it up, like I just had no fucking, no idea. Like I would just talk about like very like surface level things and that's all I really let myself focus on. And I did the same thing. (laughs) I thought I was pretty authentic. And how do you know, like here I am trying to build my sandcastle, right? And people could just come keep stomping it over. Like how do you know unless you do it and you go through it? Like I'm post, I'm, I'm feeling one way, so I turned it into something positive on social, but that's really not how I was feeling. But it yeah. was inspiring to people, you know, but people yeah. forget that might be not how you're feeling and you're really not okay. And Jessica Young, she's one of our podcast girls, and she, she said, remember, it's okay to not be okay. And I'm just, yeah, I'm just kidding there. Seven years later, like, hey, don't judge me. It's okay not to be okay. If you cannot be okay, let me not be okay. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I don't think anyone expects anyone to be, like, perfect and happy and whatever all the time. But, again, for those of us who place so much of our self-love on getting love from other people or making other people happy, we think other people have this expectation that we're going to be perfect all the time, right? And, like, being vulnerable is really hard. I was actually listening to another podcast a while ago. I forget what it was, but... They're like being vulnerable is like the strongest thing that you can do. And it's so different than even just being authentic, right? Like being Mm. vulnerable is when you want to talk about something and you get like the butterflies before you talk about it or like you want to delete it. And that's something that I've been living by recently because it is something that I want to work on. It's just like letting myself be seen as human, right? And letting myself be seen as imperfect and that shit is scary. That is. Like, so today scary. I screamed and cried in front of everybody. Like, let it be. You know? Oh, but I get it. Like, we're not really, we're just, that's why I wanted the podcast to just be raw and real. Like, tell us how you really feel because people forget. Like, there's some nasty emotions that go on, but we all just, we're behind closed doors during that time. And being vulnerable is way harder. I'm awful at it. But I, I got really good if you've, I think it's. I think it's a podcast, How I Handled Who Corrupted Me. Girl, I got on. I got up at midnight. I was just in my mood. I'm like, now this is the time. And I was just crying on the podcast, literally. And But those are the times people need to see. Mm-hmm. Those are the times people need to know it's okay. Like, look at her. She's learning to love herself through that. Like, Or me, I'd be like, oh, I don't love myself Like having these emotions. But I forget everybody else does too. Yep. And a big question that uh, another subject you loved so, during that, how did you, I chose to love and help those who struggle because that was like my passion. But when it was ripped out from under me, my life, my, somebody knocked down my sandcastle and it turned into dust, I struggled trying to choose to help others. So, what brought you into that? What brought you into that scenario? Why did you want to do that? How did you do that during a tough time in your own life, choosing to help those who struggled? Yeah, I honestly think that that's always been, like, my rock. Um, Like, I have been through shit. So, I mean, like, between my autoimmune diseases, so, like, diabetes, celiac, um, like, that abusive relationship. I struggled with an eating disorder and was, like, in and out of treatment for five or six years. Um, And so, since going through that, I think especially with, like, my eating disorder and, like, the space that I work in, like, I work with a lot of women who struggle with their relationship with food and struggle with body image, and so that's, like, literally at the time, like, what got me out of bed in the morning, like, knowing, like, 
I get to change these women's lives and like the focus isn't on me it's on like these people but I can bring what I've learned and like been through and um like even what I'm learning right now right like oftentimes you tell I always tell people this you you're really good at telling other people exactly what you need to hear right and Mm -hmm. so I think for me even talking to my clients and helping them you're like it's, it is like therapeutic, you know, just kind of like talking to you is therapeutic, you know? Yeah, man. So here, how, but okay, here's, okay. I'm gonna ask for your, I'm gonna ask for everybody's advice that I get on this podcast. So if you're in pain, right? How do you fix the pain of today? Cause there's 86,000 seconds in a today that we all have to get through. How do you encourage others to like get through that today, get through that motion? Cause I know me, I'm good at saying it. Tomorrow's a new day. You're going to feel different. Let it handle itself, you know. But what's your advice to people of like, how the hell do I get through today, though? So I think the biggest thing is remembering that it is okay to have a bad day. It is okay to be hurt. It is okay to be sad. Like, it is okay. And one thing that really helps me is, I mean, you said it before, but like acknowledging that like it's okay not to be okay and not setting the expectation for myself to just like be happy and like have a great day but like what's the next best thing that I can feel like what like if emotion is like a ladder and like you are down here like rather than trying to like go to the top like what's like one rung up the ladder like what is one thing that I can do that will make my day a little bit better like one person I can talk to one thing I can do for myself like one emotion that I can try to commit myself too, that is just a little bit better than like the depression or the pain that I'm feeling right now. I love that. Okay. And see, I take that and I'm like, oh yeah. Remember Lexi told me just one, I, I got to go to the top of the ladder half the time. We forget, you yeah. know, there's a million steps in between. Just take one up. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go on to, um, Lexi, your business. Tell us about it. Tell us how we know about it. Tell us anything you want us to know about alignment athletics. Ooh, okay. So, like I said, we were created like a year ago. I have been a coach for five or six years since my senior year of college, and now I'm 26 years old so, and full time for like four years. Um, and it alignment started with my best friend and roommate Melissa. So we lived together for like just under a year, and we kind of did the same thing, coached the same way. Um, had the really like it came from a passion for wanting to help women just like feel their best and feel confident and live with balance um I think there's so many like fitness coaches out there where it's like yeah you can look great and like that's the goal right but at the end of the day like I know for myself like being my very leanest even prepping like it didn't bring me any more happiness right like the thing that we want to do is like help women find alignment in their own lives, right? And part of that is like, yeah, like you can show up as your best when you feel your best and you feel confident in your body. But so much of that is also like doing the deeper work. And so we do focus a lot on mindset and just like creating each individual's balance in their own lives. So that's kind of the coaching side of things. Um, and then 
we do, like I said, we have um, like four assistant coaches, a registered dietitian, um, and we do have um, planners that we launched as well. Planners? Um, at the beginning of the new year. Yeah, they're, I'll send you one. They're undated, so you can start using it whenever you want. But like I said, I'm they're addicted like, to mine. Oh, well, we'll send you one and see if you like it. But Something every hour on the hour, 12 hours a day. I love writing, <laughs> I love writing yep. shit down. Yeah, but yeah, we wanted to combine like, I love I, that. I think we have a million notebooks because for me, like, one thing that always sets me up to have a good day is, like, my doing my morning routine. I and, saw like, it, yeah. Day. Yeah, but I also do, like, my gratitudes and intentions and affirmations and stuff. Mm. So we really wanted to tie, like, again, finding alignment in your life, like, tying the mindset work in with also just, like, setting yourself up strategically to have a great day. We have, like, a nutrition training and, like, water goals and stuff in there as well. So... It was, like, everything that we did in, like, a million different notebooks and on our phone in one place. So. That's such a great, I mean, you know, most people come out with the products everybody's coming out with, you know, or whatever. That's cool. That ties to you. That's what y'all do. Yeah. I love it. How do we, how do they contact you? How do we contact you if you want Alignment Athletics, if you want to work with Lexi, if you want to work with uh, Melissa? How do you do that? So, we, my Instagram is at Lexi underscore DeYoung. Alignment Instagram is just at Alignment Athletics. And then our website is www.alignmentathletics.co. Love it. Okay, Lexi, think hard. You got about a minute. Okay, I'll, I'll ramble for a minute so you can think. If there's okay. anything else you can think of to, I guess we might have men listening, but to tell women, I think women are a big platform, to tell women to about learning to love themselves, about learning that it's okay, about learning how women affect women. I've really been big into this in my podcast that people hurt people hurt people, including myself. I know I have. I get to see every time I have on social. Thank you. Uh, but I'm also learning self-development. So learning to love me has been a big part. But Learning to love yourself, I think, comes from others. Whether you're a words for aff or words of affirmation person, or you live your life based like Lexi and I, a lot of people's words have big effects on us. Whether you have that or not, learning to love yourself. Do you have any last words, thoughts, motivation, anything? Uh, I I honestly feel like I can talk about this topic for hours, but I think. <laughs> The biggest thing is to realize that, like we said at the beginning, that it is a process and it's something I think that you have to be aware of and like want to work on and work on consistently every single day. Like I know for myself, learning to love and respect myself outside of what others say or do um, or how they treat me or like accolades and whatnot, just learning to love like me and who I who I am and what I've, I have to offer this world has been something that like I've been working on for years and I still have to work on every single day. And, um, I think also remembering that like we grow through pain, right? Just kind of like you were talking about, like we can only rebuild through like when we are broken down, right? Like it's picking up kind of like the crumbles and rebuilding what you want and who you want to be but learning to love yourself it's not easy it's not like I love me and I love my body like you see on social media or whatever <laughs> it's like literally sometimes learning to love yourself is like doing the hard shit right yeah. and 
um, like saying no to someone because you have boundaries, right? Sometimes it is like being vulnerable and authentic because like it's okay for people to see you that way. Sometimes it is even admitting to yourself that like you are not okay and giving yourself space to process it. But I think so many people nowadays, and maybe it's just because we're in the fitness space, like loving me is just like loving your body. And it goes so much deeper than that. Um, Cause I know for me, like I just haven't even been super focused on my body recently, but it's like, learning to love and respect like myself as a human um and like set those boundaries it's been hard so just remember it like looks so different for everyone but like it's hard but it's worth it you know love it well thank you so so much for joining our 100 percent twisted talk it's for me it's been face everything and rise we have to rise or what are we gonna do just lock ourselves in a room <laughs> and not yeah. see the world so Just remember, guys, it is okay to not be okay, and stay tuned for our next podcast. Everybody, thank you so much. Thank you, Lexi, for coming on, and we'll see you next time.